from the Fox News Podcasts Network. The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Going far beyond the headlines, tapping into the massive reporting resources of Fox News to provide a full picture of the news of the day. I'm Dana Perino. I'm Brett Baer. I'm Maria Bartiromo. I'm Brian Kilmeade. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. Hey, this is Trey Gowdy, host of the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Every Tuesday, you'll hear what's on my mind. Plus, every Thursday, there's a special bonus episode where we answer the questions that are on your mind. Make sure to spend your Tuesdays and Thursdays with Trey. Subscribe now at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. Hope to see you. America's listening to Fox News. Inventory clearance sale going on now. Guns, ammo, accessories. Relic Hunter Firing Line, Egypt Road, Copley. News Radio 790, WAEB, the Valley's talk station. I'm Martin Hoke, the inventor of Navage Nasal Care, and I love Navage. I've told you about how your nose is the body's air filter, that Navage's powered suction will help flush out allergens, viruses, mucus, and germs, and that Navage will help you breathe better. But what do other people say about Navage? Like Tara, quote, my doctor wanted me to do saline rinses for my allergies, but I've never been able to successfully use a neti pot. Navaj uses suction power, so it's foolproof. There are nights when I'll have particularly bothersome allergies. I'll bust it out, and the results are immediate. It's such a relief. It's become a lifesaver. Unquote. She's one of over 100,000 online reviews praising Navaj, the all-natural solution trusted by over 3 million people to help you breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and stay healthier without drugs. Navaj is available at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, Target, Rite Aid, and online. Navaj, N-A-V-A-G-E, clean nose, healthy life. And the updated Lehigh Valley forecast from the National Weather Service. Mix of sun and clouds for today, milder 48. Clouds tonight, 31. Mostly cloudy showers tomorrow, 48. Mostly cloudy on Monday, 45. Craig Stevens from the News Radio 790 WAEB Weather Center. DLP Capital Partners temperature, 32. The following is a paid for advertisement from the Rescue Healthline Studios. News Radio 790 WAEB, the Lehigh Valley's news, traffic, and weather, and iHeart Radio Station. exactly what we wish for you that the good lord be with you down every road you go especially this morning it is a gorgeous gorgeous winter day you got to be happy i can't complain well no you can't complain i've heard you many many times <laughs> many <laughs> many times so rude <laughs> so, so rude. speaking of so rude welcome to more than money if you've got a uh, <laughs> track record with us you know this is not unusual this is the bickersons welcome to uh, the financial world welcome to more than money if you have uh, craig you can pod that all the way down whenever you get a chance 
Uh, if you've got uh, some experience with us, you know that uh, Alyssa and I are here every Saturday morning live. Our shows are not dead. They are not put in a can. They Well, some shows belong in a can, but we are live and answering your questions, your emails, your concerns live on Saturday mornings, making us the the most relevant mm-hmm. financial show on radio today, uh, endorsed by Bobby Gunther Walsh. Um, well, actually, that was years ago. And actually, it had nothing to do with the show. So <clears throat> never mind. <laughs> uh, that was just um, that, that was that was obvious pandering. My apologies. I love to stay and talk, but I I dropped an egg and I have an insurance insurance adjuster coming to the house to, to give me. A... <laughs> That's really good. I've only heard that 40 times this week. So, <clears throat> yeah, eggs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gosh, Daryl in our office, most popular guy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We love his chickens. Uh, Daryl has tons of chicken. brings us tons of eggs. Oh. Does you too? Oh, you guys have chickens. Wow. Terry the Rooster. I have heard about Terry the Rooster. <laughs> one of my um, clients sent me an email the other day about a balance in one of the accounts removing, and he said, so equivalent to about two dozen eggs. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we're measuring retirement portfolios yeah. in our office these days. How many eggs can you buy with that? It was thir- thirty grand, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep, uh, yep. That's a thirty grand account. Two dozen uh, eggs. Goodness. <laughs> Momentarily, we will give you three different ways that you can join us by phone, by email, and by the uh, miracles of modern technology, iHeartMedia. And we invite you to use any, all of those, whichever ones fit your. Uh, Fit your style and uh, and join us with your questions. Uh, we cover tons of topics, as uh, most of you are well aware. We talk about retirement, of course, Social Security, Medicare. We talk about income taxes, deductions, Roth conversions, 401K contributions, which, by the way, the max contribution 401K is now 30000 bucks. Nice. And if your employer is generous and matches, wow. And, uh, gosh, several years ago, uh, an employer in the Poconos was matching $2 for every dollar of contribution. Whoa. So there were times when, if that had been now, thirty grand goes in, 90000 in your in your account for that year. That's pretty impressive stuff. So yeah. we talk about all those things. Of course, estate planning, executorships, guardianships. Uh, I know you you have your estate docs done. Mm. Uh, picking a guardian for your kids. <laughs> the hardest part. How about it? <laughs> How about it? That's exa- I was hoping you were going to say yeah. that again. Yeah, piece of cake. No, that no, is that's really the, re- that's the hardest part. Uh, and emotionally, very very challenging. But powers of attorney, of course, and businesses. Whether you want to start a business, run a business, or liquidate a business, we're here to help. Uh, we are. Uh, sending our very best out to our good friend Dawn's little boy, Johnny, as he's a little yeah. under the weather, and we want him to get better soon. And joining us in the studio, Mr. Craig Stevens, uh, board op extraordinaire. <laughs> this is not his first rodeo. No. 
They didn't send the scrubs to fill in for John. No, they went right to the top. Mm -hmm. I know. That's (laughs) that's impressive. If you would like to join us, Elliot, taking your calls this morning at 610-720-7900. 610-720-7900. Look, it took two people to fill John's shoes. Oh, that is a good point. That's a good point. (laughs) And so far, they're not done that good. I mean, let's be honest. A little lack. A little lackadaisical. Bottom line for us. First of all, they're not paying us enough to do this. No. Uh, I nearly got killed as the young lady at the light up here on Grape Street thought, if I'm in the far left lane, I can cut across all those lanes to go into Midas Muffler in front of Gene. So last week I almost got exactly. killed on my way here, and this week you almost got killed. This is dangerous. Uh, W-A-E-B. We demand uh, combat pay. Uh, <laughs> hazardous duty pay. Maybe we should move the station to I th- Nazareth. I, I, actually, what I think we're going to demand is that they double our pay. Okay. And w- if they don't, we're not coming back. Okay. Double nothing double, double is. Double zero. <laughs> <laughs> zero times zero. Math still being what it is. <laughs> See, this is why we're financial advisors. It's that that ready, that almost genius-like uh, ability to manipulate math and understand its real meaning. Mm, on the fly. On the fly, which it's really Gunther's fault. He left some of his lunch here from yesterday. That's why <laughs> there's flies. Gross. 610-720-7900. Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at com For your emails, gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com for your emails as well. And personally, I would email Alyssa. She actually knows <laughs> stuff. And if you would like to listen uh, either more privately or perhaps on your workstation, or uh, if you'd like to share the show with someone that you care about that's further afield, we have coast-to-coast listeners and border-to-border from California to the East Coast, from Minnesota right on down to Florida, all you need to do is use the miracles of modern technology. iHeartMedia helps us on our website, morethanmoneyonline.com. As we used to say, www. <laughs> nobody says it anymore. Nope. Like, nobody says posse anymore. We're here with our posse. Nobody says it. I guess not. Um, I can't remember the last time I, I, I heard that I, word. I think that proves my point mm. rather rather nicely. Mm-hmm. Uh, morethanmoneyonline.com is the website. Hit the listen live button. It's a bright red button, kind of hard to miss. Arrives every Saturday morning at 8.05, disappears at 10 o'clock as our show goes off the air. So you've got lots of ways. 610-720-7900. Do Elliot a favor. Get him into the game right away. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to shake off the rust. You he wanna... doesn't want to just sit there and look at the phone. He wants to answer it. He does. Call Elliot. He seems. He's uh, like, I got up early for this. Make it worthwhile. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He said something like that. <laughs> Why well, well, he's making hand gestures really more, but <laughs> you'll sign language. Sign language. Sure. Yeah, he's obviously well skilled. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. You are a happy girl this morning. I already know that. And we haven't even talked about it, but I already know that. Oh. Okay. I'm going to give you one phrase, and you're going to tell me whether I'm right or wrong. Okay. Stock market results. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's wonderful. It's right. a nice change <laughs> after a year of red, negative, you know, numbers. Week after week after yeah. week. Yeah. 
I'm really happy to see things going the opposite direction and being able to share with my clients, hey, look, fourth quarter, year to date, look how much ground we've made up. There's still a ways to go, but we're going the right direction instead of continuing the downward slide. It makes me happy for them. Uh, oh, absolutely. And um, as, as uh, I can attest, when Alyssa has her clients in for their reviews, <laughs> it's a grim affair. It's, uh, it's like a, a funeral dirge. <laughs> it is like the freaking Mardi Gras in there. You guys are yipping and yelling and uh-huh. <laughs> g- giggling. And, and the, I think the jazz band personally is a little over the top. <laughs> I, the, the trumpets, I like trumpets, don't get me wrong, but goodness gracious. A little, maybe a little less with the drums. I don't uh, know. Uh, yeah, we have fun. I, I'm a little rowdy, I suppose. It's, maybe we should soundproof the conference rooms. I'm disrupting the rest of the office. <laughs> I, I, I think we can handle it. And you're quite right. Uh, this week, very positive in the markets for the month of January. Very positive in the markets for the last quarter of last year. Very positive yeah. in the markets. A lot of folks have not been paying attention because they got in the habit, understandably so, through the first six, seven, eight months of last year. I'm not even going to open the statements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get the statements. I stack them up. Yeah. There's just no point. It's just too painful. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they don't open October, November where it went up beautifully. December wasn't nice. Well, then December was ick. July was fantastic. September was eh. October, November was great. December was eh. January. Yeah. uh, Open the statement that comes in the beginning of February if you want a little smile on your face. And, you know, a thank you note. Just. (laughs) <laughs> just dash, dash off, dash off, dash off, dash off, uh, dash off a thank you note to your advisor over at More Than Money. We have a lot of good ones. So goodness gracious. Um, uh, Eagles or 49ers? Oh, my gosh. Is that a question? <laughs> obviously, go birds. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, obviously. Go birds. I'm indeed. a Blue Eagle fan and I'm a Philadelphia Eagle fan. Wow, I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. The whole uh, Blue Eagle, Nazareth Blue Eagles. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was very clever. Okay, <clears throat> moving right along. I uh, yeah, the, what some great storylines. I mean, the J- Jalen Hurts MVP uh, season candidate. Uh, very very cool. Um, does it officially have to go through Craig first? <laughs> um, this Brock Purdy kid, he's pretty good. See how I did that? Purdy P- good. good. Mm. Um, rookie <laughs> drafted last in the entire uh, draft and yet 8-0 and in the NFL. It's awesome. Uh, do for a uh, – nobody goes uh, undefeated for your career unless, you know, you get hurt in your mm-hmm. eighth game and you're out. But mm, I'm thinking – Eight and one is still a good year for him. Uh, Super Bowl is a good year for us. That'd be amazing. Uh, Walter? Walter, 610-720-7900. We got the phones we talked to. Walter. Walter, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Okay, so I had a question about cryptocurrency. Sure. I don't know anything about it at all, but I got somebody at work that uh, keeps raving about it, saying that uh, they're doing something over there in Europe, that they're going to centralize it, and that all the banks are all getting ready for crypto. 
And I know that it's kind of stumbled a little bit, but this guy's saying get in now. Uh, it's it's going to take off, but I guess there's certain cryptocurrencies that may that uh, when they centralize, they're going to those are the ones they're going to go with. Uh, and I was just wondering what what are your thoughts on that? Um, before I tell you my thoughts, uh, you, when you say this guy is telling you, who is this guy? Uh, he's a buddy of mine. Oh, I, like, uh, we've been we've been friends for a, for a while. Yeah. Very good, very good. And he's buying this stuff up. Uh, you know, maybe like every week he's probably uh, buying up uh, crypto at like fifty bucks a week or so. And he's just he's saying he's 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 just getting ready so that. One day when this takes off, he's going to be rich. Um, well, God bless him. Uh, you you send him our very <laughs> very best, and uh, um, and 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 maybe uh, I don't know aspirin, acetaminophen, ibuprofen, something because his headaches have got to be pretty significant at this point. In general, cryptocurrencies have been around now six seven years. Uh, they come in lots of flavors. Bitcoin is probably the most recognizable name. Ethereum is right there. Dogecoin. I call it doggy coin. <laughs> doggy right, coin. Right. Uh, there's, there's now thousands of types of cryptocurrency. And there would be my first question. Why would there all of a sudden out of nowhere go from one basic cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, to thousands? It's because for no cost whatsoever, you can make millions and or billions. There's no value placed inside of a cryptocurrency. Bitcoin has nothing backing it. There's no uh, tangible asset. There's no gold or precious metals behind it. There's no government standing behind it. It's a guy in Japan that said, I think I'll have some fun. Set up this thing on blockchain and let people uh, bid it up until uh, I'm going to make it very uh, limited. Uh, I think if I'm going by memory, there's only 21 or 22 million Bitcoins in total. And there's uh, eventually going to be a limit, as in no more Bitcoins. So it'll be scarce. People are going to want it. And they're going to want it because, well, Craig has it. So I think I should have it. Alyssa heard that I have it and that Craig has it. She better buy some. And if Craig was in first, he can sell his to Alyssa for a whole lot more money because she's getting excited and the reality is that there's nothing behind uh, Bitcoin. There's no value uh, stated behind Bitcoin. Uh, there's, there's, there's no um, a value standing behind Bitcoin, I should say. Your friend, if he's buying $50 a week, uh, his road to wealth through cryptocurrency will be measured in hundreds of years. Uh, the current uh, cryptocurrency, uh, the Bitcoin, I think, is around $21,000, $22,000 a coin. So he's literally buying hundreds of a percent of a coin on a weekly basis, which I absolutely, uh, I, I endorse. I think if you're going to buy crypto, that's the way to do it. Put virtually no money into it. And if indeed lightning strikes and it goes through the roof, make your money, take your money, get the hell out of there and be all the wiser. Uh, but the reality is it's probably not going to end up well. Uh, Bitcoin ended up topping 65000 a coin not very many months ago, bottomed out at 16000 where I come from losing 80% of your uh, value over a 12-month period is not a good thing.
So, big endorsement? Heck no. You want to play with it? Literally play with it? I would put it in the same category as heading over to the casino and bellying up to the uh, blackjack table or p- grabbing a chair at the poker table. I think there's one other distinction to make, too. Ah, please. Cryptocurrency and digital currency. Oh, very different. So It's very possible, and I, I don't want to speak for your, your friend, but he's talking. He's Go ahead he- and speak for him. Go I'll ahead. speak for him. He's, he's hearing this and, and misinterpreting that the Europe Central Bank might be talking about a centralized digital currency that's not the same as cryptocurrency. No, it's like converting the dollar to electrons only. Yeah. So he might be hearing that and thinking it means... So if he is hearing that, what's your opinion of digital currency? The problem with digital currency is the fact that the government can track all of your transactions. Digital currency, in a sense, we use a lot of it already. If you're using Venmo and PayPal and Zelle and all of these different um, banking apps to move money around. It's I, use, I use Little Jimmy's. Little Jimmy's banking app. Yeah. Highly to- recommended. Totally safe. Totally secure. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the, the, we're already trending in that, in that direction, but the difference... Um, with a, a government-backed centralized digital currency is the, the ability to track. And that's people are not, obviously not real thrilled about um, that, that level of big brother, you know, oversight and, and snooping and all that good stuff. Um, so that, that's, a, that's the big problem that people, I think, have with that whole concept. Um, security maybe is, is a you know, good thing. Convenience is a good thing. Mm-hmm. But there, it comes with some some downsides in a lot of Americans' minds. Um, and understandably so, because similar to the um, experience that Californians had this past summer with their electrical grid, mm-hmm. where uh, Gavin Newsom decided, you guys are way too cool. You have got to get hotter. Do not set your air conditioning below 78. And people go, huh, wh- wh- how, are, how are you going to know, buddy? And, and then they found out yep. how they're going to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the utilities have smart meters that they can track exactly what you're doing. With digital currency, it's the same concern, yeah. that they can track everything that you're doing. And if they get to a point where they disapprove of something that you're doing, they can turn shut it, it down. off. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to shut off your cash. Right. So that's an important distinction maybe you want to have a chat with your friend about. Indeed. Thank you so much for the phone call. We appreciate it very much. God bless you. And, uh, uh, hey, it's almost February. So I can't believe it. It's speeding by. I was going to say Happy New Year, please. <laughs> 610-720-7900. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. Gene at AskMTM.com. Are you ready to put your RICP to work? Yes, Always. Uh, a email from a gentleman says, in what order should investments be used for retirement? Mm. This comes from a friendly debate among friends. Mm. Friends. They're yeah. nothing but trouble, uh, I, as Walter just proved. Always. <laughs> yeah, it's my buddy. He's always helping me. Uh, and, well, the only, I, as I think about it now, I, I understand why you went to the digital currency side, but if this guy's not buying 50 bucks a week of digital. Uh, that's true. He's, but he's, what, No, he's, but he's not. But I think he might have heard the news about Europe and thought that's what they meant. Uh, so he's so he, mixing and matching. I think so. Hey, I heard good things about Scrapple. No, you didn't. <laughs> you heard good things about bacon. <laughs> and you thought Scrapple was bacon. Bacon and Scrapple are bacon not the is, same. They're not even close. Just like digital currency and cryptocurrency, we're not necessarily talking about the same delicious meat. And 
<laughs> no offense to my Pennsylvania Dutch friends. God bless you. God bless you, Vanst. Have some good bacon with you. Okay. My mom's. My mom told the whole world she was Pennsylvania Dutch. She wasn't. Oh. Her whole life, she told everybody she was Pennsylvania Dutch. Why? Her. Ah, interesting. <laughs> you asked that question because her maiden name was Van Y. She was Dutch. Um, she didn't <clears throat> kind of put together Pennsylvania Dutch. She's actually German. It's a, a Dutch who lives in Pennsylvania. <laughs> That's all. Not, not exactly. In what order should investments be used for retirement if you have traditional IRAs, mm-hmm. Roth IRAs, mm-hmm. savings bonds, pension, 401k? It says other securities. I think it just means savings that are not inside your IRAs. Okay. Uh, and yeah, we're, we're going to stick with that because the second question is just goofy. So okay. let's just stick with if you've got traditional IRAs, Roth IRAs, savings bonds, pensions, 401k. I'm going to throw Social Security into that as well to make the conversation a little more interesting. Uh, and and other savings. In what order do hmm. you draw your income? Okay. Um, let's start with the actual uh, income sources, this pension and the Social Security. Excellent. All right. So that's not a very straightforward, clear-cut answer. It depends is our favorite phrase when it comes mm. to that. But in general, um, you need to look at your options for those a little bit independently, I think, and and look at um, you know ma- maximizing that. For example, if you have a pension that you can start at 100% at a certain age, but if you take it sooner, it's going to be reduced. You know, there are some factors you need to consider there. It, it, you might want to wait till you get your full pension because if it's a guarantee, guaranteed lifetime income stream and you want to get the most out of that guaranteed for the rest of your life, you might not want to shortchange yourself and, and, and take a reduced pension if you can if you can wait. Okay. Now I'm going to stop you right there. If you're going to start with pension and Social Security, don't we have to have a foundation, um, uh, a key bit of information yes, of course. that's going to guide us as to what direction we're yeah, going to go? We need to know how much monthly income you need. Mm. So how much do you need to be able to spend to be happy and comfortable, pay your bills, sleep at night? Nice. Do what you want to do for the rest of your life. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So that's the target number that we're looking at reaching. And how much pension and Social Security will total um, is important because then we look at the gap between your spending need and that income and see how much you need to make up using these other investments. So, Excellent. Um, so and, and what if, just for fun, mm, your pension and Social Security covers all that you need, then what? Well, um, that gives you more flexibility, more right. options for what to do with your other accounts because you don't necessarily need to plan how to use them as an income stream, but instead you can plan on how to grow them for special circumstances or maybe your legacy planning or charitable giving. Nice. Nice. So what we're really looking at is the opportunity to craft a cash flow stream Mm -hmm. to meet needs Mm -hmm. if there are needs Mm -hmm. and to craft a growth strategy if our real goals are longer term and perhaps multi-generational. That's exactly right. As I'm looking at the clock, we just have a mm. moment or so left. And, of course, we're on the same. It's like, it's like psychic right there. <laughs> Wait a second. Psychotic. It's like psychotic right there. Um, 
we're gonna we're gonna stick with this question. Sure. This is a very interesting question. It's got a lot of depth to it. Yep. Uh, when we come back uh, from our first break, six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. You talk to Don's little boy Elliot. Wait, I, I'm mixing a match. Elliot, Elliot's mom's name isn't Dawn, is it? No. No, that <laughs> that, that would have been bizarre. <laughs> uh, our best to uh, Dawn's little boy Johnny as he recovers, and Elliot's in the studio taking your calls at six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Send Alyssa your emails a l y s s a at askmtm.com. Emails questions after this on more than money. That's why they call it a service call. I think I found out your problem. You're leaking money. I'm what? This window here? Yeah. No weather stripping. So, how old is this fridge? Ten years? Yep. Are those LED lights? Not really. Can you fix it? Kid, I'm a repairman, not a miracle worker. Fortunately, PPL Electric can help. Start your journey to better energy efficiency at SaveWithPPL.com. Big tech is a real danger. Now, Congressman Ken Buck's new book exposes their censorship. It's called Crushed, Big Tech's War on Free Speech. Google, Facebook, and Twitter suppress the truth about Hunter's laptop, COVID, Trump, and more. If you're tired of their liberal bias and how Google uses Gmail and YouTube TV to censor you, get Crushed, an Amazon bestseller. Find Ken Buck's Crushed at bookstores or see the free offer from Newsmax. Go to Crush911.com. That's Crush911.com. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. No one has the same taste as you. You damn right. From the music you love to the podcasts you can't live without. And only the iHeartRadio app has it all for free. Download the free iHeartRadio app for all your music, radio, and podcasts. iHeartRadio. Rosetta Stone, where language is learned. RosettaStone.com. Fox News, I'm Carmen Roberts. Protest overnight in several cities, including New York, after the release of the body cam video showing Memphis police severely beating black motorist Tyree Nichols. Several police unions, including the Los Angeles Police Protective League, released a statement saying the killing of Tyree Nichols at the hands of the five cowardly former Memphis police officers is repugnant. Fox's Christina Coleman. Former Vice President Pence not commenting on whether the Justice Department should name a special prosecutor for the classified documents found at his home. He tells Fox News. This was an unfortunate uh, development, and I I think it's uh, important uh, that our office simply cooperate fully. 
Special prosecutors are investigating documents found at the homes of President Biden and former President Trump. America's listening to Fox News. Your eye on breaking news. News Radio 790 WAEB. This is the challenge when you get good bumper music that you actually have to talk over it and then go back to a show. What is that crap? We're transitioning more than money from a financial information show to a... Financial, uh, upbeat, music, inspirational show? Dance party. Dance party, yeah. <laughs> more than money dance party. That. Welcome back. You've got more than money. Uh, you've got Alyssa Young. You've got Gene Dickerson. You've got Elliot taking your calls. You've got Mr. Craig Stevens making sure that we don't get thrown off the air for saying inappropriate things. Although, how's he really going to stop us? I mean, seriously. He, he can't. He Until can't. the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> he's Good just, luck, Craig. just an innocent bystander. <laughs> he's, uh, we've been doing it a while. We'll be fine. Don't you worry. 610-720-7900. Talk to Elliot. Talk to Alyssa. Talk to Gene and get your questions asked and answered. Happy to do that. If you want to send us emails, Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com. One of our most loyal listeners has written an email that's really very, very clever. Um, from Jim, it says, the, uh, the great thing about Bitcoin mm. is that it combines everything you don't know about investing with everything you don't know about computers. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Um, <clears throat> one of the primary directives, that's a Star Trek reference, but one of the primary directives, prime directives in, in investing is have a good handle on what you're, what you're investing in. Mm. As a financial advisor, it's not a, just a prime directive. It's a legal requirement. If you don't understand it and can't explain it in English to your clients, do not allow them to invest in it. Right. And at some point, maybe before I'm dead, I will be able to explain to myself why something that has nothing but electrons connected to it is worth billions. The whole concept of mining. Oh. Like, what are you talking uh, about? Just the, uh, I, I've seen way too many... Um, uh, interviews with brilliant young people who are making millions and millions in Bitcoin because they're mining, and and these are supposed to be the uh, the green generation, the environmentally sensitive people, and they're running high powered computers, <laughs> banks and banks and banks of them, twenty four seven, just the the most egregiously environmentally damaging thing they could possibly do, uh, so that they can find a, a, a one-tenth of a Bitcoin a day. Yeah, who did I hear about using their swimming pool water oh, to yeah. cool oh, yeah. their equipment? Oh, oh, yeah. Like, uh, I just it's, uh, please. can't. Yeah. 610-720-7900. So let's start with, we, I'll give you a demo. 
Uh, clients say to us they need $7,000 a month so that their bills are paid, they're happy, they're healthy. Their Social Security and their pension totals 5000 a month. Okay. Uh, and they have both traditional IRAs and Roth IRAs. Traditional IRAs are more like five hundred grand. The Roth, pretty small, 80000 or so, roughly. Okay. And then they have some money in the bank, probably 78000 bucks. Okay. So where do we, where should they take their needed income? Okay. So let's start with the money in the bank. Okay. Um, we talk about recommending keeping an emergency fund. Mm. So we would never recommend spending down your bank account to zero. Very good. Or even to $2,000 or even to $7,000. Um, people have different comfort levels about how much they have in the bank that's just there, accessible. Mm -hmm. You know, six months good middle ground six months worth of expenses is a good middle ground but some people might feel comfortable having a little more some people might feel okay having a little less so in this case seven thousand dollars a month six months worth of expenses forty two thousand dollars maybe they're happy with that 78 and they just want to leave that there if you know you have an upcoming expense mm -hmm. that's like say that you want to buy a car or sure. a vacation or something like that that damn roof on the house yeah uh. so those are some things to think about when it comes to how much money do you want to keep in the bank maybe your emergency fund plus enough to cover a big ticket purchase that's in the near future okay we're okay. going to take you off the hook because my wife and i are going to keep all of it in okay. the bank okay great yeah, i think she feels much more comfortable and i think her peace of mind means a great deal to us absolutely and if we can if you tell us we can afford it uh then we'd like to keep all that in the bank so that now we have uh we're, we're short two grand a month yeah that that's not going to be a problem so okay so you have um 500 grand in traditional IRAs and 30 something in the Roth. Is that what you said? 500 grand in traditional IRAs and 80,000 total in the Roth. 500,000 total for both of our IRAs and 80,000 for total for our Roth. Okay. So, um, how old are you? <laughs> 69. <laughs> okay. You look offended. <laughs> no, no, I look confused. <laughs> that's, that's befuddled. By the way, offended for me, this it's the same look. Offended, uh, confused, befuddled, they're all the same. Okay. Yeah, I'm not that I'm dramatically diverse. All right. Um, so, in general terms, um, when we look at traditional IRAs and Roth IRAs, um, the recommendation is that you use your traditional IRA first and let your Roth IRA grow if you don't need it. You leave that one untouched generally speaking, mm. um, because the Roth IRA money is growing tax-free. So the longer it's in there and invested and the longer that it's growing the, and the larger it gets, if you do need to take money out of it, it's not going to cost you a lot in taxes to access that money. So with any luck at all, the Roth IRA is something we can put to the side and maybe, in a sense, forget about. Yeah, okay. you could. Now, there's a couple of cases where that might not be the only way to look at your Roth IRA. Mm -hmm. um, and not in the example you gave me, but if someone needed a lot of income out of their retirement accounts and um, it would affect their taxes, like that they'd have a large tax bill, sometimes it's nice to be able to pull from 
a ta- taxable or a tax deferred resource like an IRA or traditional IRA and a Roth IRA so that you're getting enough income while reducing your tax liability mm. sometimes. So in this case, it wouldn't apply. But it's something to keep in mind when you have tax diversity of your accounts, one that's tax-free and one that's taxable as income, and you can mix and match that. It can be beneficial if you're maybe up against a tax bracket limit or up against IRMA, the Medicare surcharge, um, if you can blend those. I don't think on a family show you <laughs> should be talking about us being up against IRMA. I think that's wrong. I really do. Well, see, Craig is going to censor it. So ah. you said he was here to make sure we didn't get in trouble. So Craig's got his own issues. <laughs> He's taking care of his own issues. Oh. Thank you very much. <laughs> So, anyway, so we've got uh, our money in the bank. We're going to keep our Roth yep. IRAs. We're going to keep as long as we possibly can. And then we have 500000 that we're going to invest in a way that we can pull dollars out on a monthly basis and supplement our income. Yeah. So we use a, you use a general rule of, say, you can spend 4% of your balance every year without depleting your principal, right? Mm-hmm. 4% on $500,000 is... $20,000 a year. Mm-hmm. That comes out to a little less than $2,000. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm. So we may have to pull a little bit from the Roth. A little bit. Or we can pull a little bit more from the IRA and leave the Roth cook and then turn to the Roth in the future yeah. when we need it. Yeah. Speaking of Roth, we have an, an, an email that came in on this topic. Oh, perfect. Uh, are Roth IRAs also taxable? to the beneficiary. So we have a Roth IRA. I'm now 95 years old. I have not touched it. My $80,000 Roth is now $400,000. If I had spent it, it would have been tax-free to me. Mm. I am leaving it to my daughters. How are they treated? So the money that's in the Roth IRA would be subject to inheritance tax Mm. if you live in a state like Pennsylvania where there's inheritance tax on the value of your estate. But beyond that, (laughs) um, withdrawals from a Roth IRA for a beneficiary also are not taxable. So they would, your beneficiaries or heirs would not need to pay income tax on withdrawals from a Roth IRA. They still um, need to deplete the account within 10 years, but they don't need to pay tax on those distributions. And a lot of folks scratch their head and they say, wait a second, what, why do they care if I'm taking the money out within 10 years if it's tax-free anyway? And sadly, um, I think the technical, uh, sophisticated term for the politicians who want you to take the money out, similar to the concept of the folks in Pennsylvania who uh, create this uh, estate tax uh, where many states do not, I think the technical term is, yeah, greedy bastards. So... Um, what they want you to do is to take it out of the Roth so it's no longer tax-free. Mm-hmm. So pick a number. It's hundred grand. you have taken 10000 out a year. You've gotten it all out. Yeah, you didn't pay any tax on the 10000 We get that. Now you've invested it in something taxable that will make a taxable event. Or spent it on stuff that has sales tax on it or whatever. <laughs> they'll, they'll get their hands on it somehow once it's out of that Roth. Because they are. Greedy. <laughs> well done. <laughs> 610-720-7900. 610-720-7900. If you're just joining us, keep in mind that our shows are um, 
archived. They're placed on our website, so you can podcast them. This show will appear there Monday around noon. Craig will do his magics, and uh, Megan, the uh, the uh, audio files, Megan does her magic, gets it on the website, and you can track that. Hundreds of you do exactly that. Always, to me, a surprising event, but... Alyssa goes, yeah, hey, welcome to the real world, buddy. Mm. <laughs> buddy. She says that a lot, buddy. Uh, Alyssa has already called it. The Eagles have won uh, the <laughs> game. And uh, not to worry, tomorrow afternoon is just going to be a walk in the park. She said something about Niners. Um, Eagles rule, Niners drool, something. I don't. I didn't hear <laughs> all of it, but she's already made That's that. my line. I say that all the time. Markets up uh, significantly. If you are not getting regular reviews from your financial advisor, First of all, shame on your advisor. Second of all, shame on you. Shame on you. Uh, there are a lot of folks who are of the belief that, erroneous belief, that in order to get very high quality service from a financial advisor, you must pay exceptionally high fees. And what we have discovered is that the fees in our industry are relatively stable, relatively mm -hmm. similar. Mm -hmm. And has one has nothing. To, quality of the advice has nothing to do with the level of the fees. Another misconception, oh. actually, is to get that level of service, you need to have a lot That's of a money to invest. Mm. Like I've heard people say, do I've you have been, a minimum? Like, do I have to have at least like a million dollars to to work with you? Yeah, a lot of companies are like that. Yeah, mm. not not ours. Yeah, why not? Because it's important to help everyone. You don't need to have a million dollars to be in need of help and a, and a partner to All support right, you. That sounds nice, but isn't there a greedy reason? Well. No, okay, I asked the wrong person. Because Alyssa, <laughs> she's too nice. She's a sweetheart. <laughs> a, so if you're looking for the greedy reason, that's why I'm here. Oh. Oh, yes. Um, bottom line for lots of advisors is that they have tremendous client turnover. Tremendous client turnover. Um, average in the industry has has ranged anywhere from a high of 23, 24% to a low, a low of 17%, which means that the average advisor needs to replace their entire client lineup every five or six years. Ugh. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's a dreadful thought. So much for a long-term relationship. Uh, <laughs> uh, apparently, that wasn't their highest priority. I guess not. And as a result, if it were their highest priority, they would change up their business model and they would change it from, I need a million dollars because I need to make a lot of money as fast as I can because you're not going to be here very long. Because mm. to be really honest, if I were being honest, I'm not, but if I were being honest, yeah, we're not very good at this and you're going <laughs> to, and you're going to figure it out and you're going to leave. And so I got to make a lot of money fast uh. Uh, as opposed to a business model that says, um, we expect you will be with us minimum 20 years. We don't have to make all the money in the first three because you're going to be here 17 more years or longer. My longest current client, 43 years. Mm -hmm. And they're doing great. They're fantastic. Um, bottom line is uh, what would keep, why would a client stay with a financial advisor? Um, they, they feel that they're supported and they're, they have good communication and they're, they're heard and they're getting all of the services that they need. Like they feel comfortable and trust, they trust them. I, I didn't hear that they got the highest rate of return in history. I didn't, oh. I didn't hear that. I, I don't think that's the reason. <clears throat> Interesting. What's, what's the number one reason people leave their financial advisor? 
they don't communicate. Exactly right. 100%. Simple stuff like they don't return phone calls. Mm. They don't return emails. Mm. So when you're talking about, um, well, Gene, you sound pretty cocky over there, buddy. Tell you right now, you think you're going to hang on to clients for 20, 30, 40 years. You think you can do that. I, it's not a think anymore. It's kind of like the Donald Trump era when he started running for president. He thinks, I think I can do this. And after he was done, we knew he could do Mm. it because he showed us he did it. Um, Some people do. Some people don't. Uh, He did. Uh, We've got decades now of experience that shows us that if we do two things, two things that are in our control, communicate, communicate, communicate. And number two, serve, serve, serve. Our clients have no reason to leave. Well, there is one reason. And when, it, when they when, they pass on when, to when, the next dimension. When they graduate to the next dimension, <laughs> when, when the good Lord takes them home. And I'll tell you what, if we could figure out that part, I think we'd be on to something. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, Speaking of ah, cheese, uh, am I looking at the right one? Um, I'm 68 and retired. Gentlemen, I'm 68 and retired, currently not taking any distributions from retirement accounts. I know how to handle distributions from my traditional IRAs, IRS Form 8606. Well, la Uh, (laughs) Calculate the taxable portion of distributions. I plan on starting distributions other than Roth conversions. When I am 73 and are required to take RMDs. Very good. Mm-hmm. My 401k has about 4% of after-tax contributions. My question is, do I handle the distributions from the 401k the same way as the traditional IRA with respect to calculating the taxable portion mm-hmm. of the distribution? I couldn't find any information on this question on the IRS website. First mistake right there, buddy boo. The IRS website? Uh, <laughs> You want to talk about a quagmire of pain. Mm. That is just a nasty place. It is. So this gentleman has an IRA, a 401k that has, it's a hybrid. Yes. 96% taxable, 4% not. Yeah. So unfortunately, <laughs> the IRS says that a pro rata rule applies to determine the portion of your distribution that's taxable. Um. It's kind of complicated, but um, you have to calculate, you have to see how much is an after-tax contribution compared to how much the total balance is and whatever that ratio is, um, is the non-taxable portion of each distribution. So I have a headache already. I know. It is a headache. But the, the short answer is you can't just say like, you know, this number of dollars was after tax, and mm-hmm. so I just don't have to pay tax on that amount. It's mm-hmm. actually, you have to apply a percentage rule. Mm-hmm. So figure out the percent that's mm-hmm. that's taxable total, and then that's how much you have to pay tax on each distribution. So I, so I should have a head. You should. So I have a question. Okay. If this gentleman has 96% taxable and 4% not taxable, would he be able... I'm thinking um, off the cuff now. So if this, mm. you're an RICP. Yeah. You're risk. Um, would he be able to roll his 4% out into a Roth IRA and solve this, this accounting problem? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, so you, that's probably the best. The well, you have to weigh all the factors. But if you wanted to solve this accounting problem, and it might um, behoove you to do it just from a, a a tax savings perspective, we'd have to kind of calculate that out to be sure. But um, if you rolled that four percent of after tax out to a Roth and put the rest, either kept it in the four hundred one k, that's that could be the answer. Because I was about to say that if you wanted to keep the four hundred one k because of the lower expenses and sure. fees, okay. you could still keep that 96% where it is and just sure. move the 4% out into a Roth. That's you, a good idea. You have to do the evaluation whether leaving it in the 401k or rolling it out is in your best interest. Right. But if the accounting issue and you can roll out a piece of it just into the Roth, yeah, I you think can. we're onto something. Yeah, that's a great idea. We're onto something. Yep. Speaking of onto something, something that most folks would never consider, but I thought I read this and I went, now that's an interest. We have a lot of frugal frugal clients and a lot of frugal folks out there. And if you want to ultimately save money, you could buy currently available for about 700 bucks, a build your own coffin (laughs) kit. Uh, It can be built in just a few hours. Um, Hopefully you do a good enough job. You don't want that part where the pallbearers pick you up and then the bottom Uh falls out. That's personally, I would find that hysterical. That's, that's just, I'm twisted. Uh, home coffin building enthusiasts say that this gives them peace of mind. Wait, 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 wait. Home coffin enthusiasts. building enthusiasts? Ah, there's a club. There's a club. <laughs> there's got to be a club. Uh, they say these are a fraction of the two to $3,000 for an average coffin. I I bet you can't find a decent coffin for two or 3000 bucks. It's been a long time. I sadly buried many of my... Family members and uh, gosh, even uh, gosh, going back, the the one I remember most was my dad's, and that was six grand, and that was thirty years ago. So seven hundred wow. bucks to save five or six thousand bucks. Mm. I mean, like it's not like it has to be like comfortable. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's, it's built for utility not necessarily for comfort yeah wow so that was that i think was i mean it gets the job that done. was pretty harsh I that was you are a cold-blooded no i don't think i am i think, you are I think i'm practical it's like right. what are you paying for like all right, all right. practical i do bloody yeah. okay. uh, tomato tomato that's uh you, you want to hear a classic joke it's probably number 9394. Okay. Uh, so uh, when when uh, our Lord died, uh-huh. there was no place to bury him. He was a poor man. But there was a very wealthy uh, uh, Jewish gentleman, Joseph of Arimathea, okay. who uh, actually gave him his tomb. The tomb that Christ was laid in was owned by mm. Joseph of Arimathea. Okay. And, um, and, and he was a follower of Christ, and he said, sure. And on his way back into Jerusalem, he saw some of his friends and they were going, Joseph, are you, you're out of your mind. Tombs are very expensive. I, do you know what you've done? He said, what's the big deal? It's just for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But I'm here all week. Yeah, tip your waiters. 610-720-7900. We're coming to the top of the hour. That's Fox Network News all the information that you need to make sure that it's a great, great weekend uh, for you. I'm glad we covered that uh, Roth IRA to beneficiaries question. And I've got um, 
No, we're not going to do that one. So we'll keep on moving. By the way, just uh, just on an aside, in the same uh, journal that told me about building your own coffins. Mm. Very useful uh, publication. They are, yeah, they're alerting <laughs> me that there are companies now, car companies, that are charging monthly fees for owning their cars. What? Uh, exactly. That's I, uh, what apparently. Wait, you, a car you paid for? Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> increasingly, car buyers are expected to pay monthly for features built into the car. For example, for example. Exactly. Uh, it is how it's spelled. Uh, Mercedes buyers pay twelve hundred a year if they want full acceleration. Oh my god! Uh, remote start will cost some uh, Toyota owners eight dollars a month. Uh, GM requires buyers of certain vehicles to pay fifteen hundred dollars a year for OnStar. Well, I get that. And in some countries, BMW charges fees for heated seats and adaptive. Headlights. Now, why? I, like, uh, what is the ongoing expense you're paying for? Is there some kind of online connection? That's the problem with everything being Wi-Fi and, all you know, needing online services. It's an, at an expense. And yet you turn to me as if I know the answer to that. It's cash flow. It's recurring annual revenue. But it's, it's rip-off. It's a rip-off unless people agree to it. Mm, I'm just going to keep driving my own. Bernie Madoff. Yeah. Uh, Sam Bankman Fried. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. We've awakened Elliot. He is available to take your calls. <laughs> After one call, nodded off there. <laughs> He's drooling. Please call him. <laughs> well, the drool bib is helping. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Alyssa at askmtm.com. We'll take your calls, your emails after this on More Than Money. And take your baby by the hill. And do the next thing that you feel. News Radio 790 WAEV. It's time again to roll them up. It's our love of life blood drive. Tuesday, February 14th at Miller Keystone Blood Center's Bethlehem Donor Site on Valley Center Parkway. Walk-ins are welcome or make an appointment at giveapite.org. All blood types and all blood products needed. Take home sweet treats from Kim's Creations Bakery. All registered donors are eligible for a chance to win. Tickets for Monster Jam at the PPL Center in Allentown, February 24th through the 26th. Pink, September 18th at Citizens Bank Park. And Leonard Skinner with ZZ Top and Uncle Cracker, September 9th, Hershey Park Stadium. More info at 790waeb.com. From the very beginning, we're all about being connected, which is why Penn Teledata never stops improving our advanced fiber network. We connect the things that matter most. This is technology with a purpose. Stay connected with Penn Teledata. Portions of the following program were pre recorded. News Radio. Inventory clearance sale on everything in the store. Guns, ammo, and accessories. Relic Hunter Firing Line, Egypt Road, Copley. Bridgewater, the hit fiction podcast, is back. A supernatural thriller presented in immersive 3D binaural audio. The Bridgewater Triangle. There is some kind of mystical force in this region that attracts monsters and paranormal activity. There's something beyond our understanding going on here? Starring Supernatural's Misha Collins, The Walking Dead's Melissa Ponzio, and Rogue One's Alan Tudyk. Written by Lauren Shippen and created by me, Aaron Mankey. Listen to Bridgewater on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And the updated Lehigh Valley forecast from the National Weather Service. Mix of sun and clouds for today, milder 48. Clouds tonight, 31. Mostly cloudy showers tomorrow, 48. Mostly cloudy on Monday, 45. Craig Stevens from the News Radio 790 WAEB Weather Center. 
DLP Capital Partners Temperature 35. The following is a paid for advertisement from the Rescue Healthline Studios, News Radio 790 WAEB. Traffic and weather, and I heart radio station. Welcome back to More Than Money. You've got Alyssa Young. You've got Gene Dickerson. You've got 40, nah, my apologies, 54 and a half minutes left in this edition of More Than Money. 610-720-7900. Let you talk to Elliot and let you talk to Alyssa and Gene and get your questions asked and answered. Your opinions expressed and corrected because that's what we do. <laughs> helpful. Helpful always. Uh, of course, Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at AskMTM.com works very well indeed. Market's up lovely this week. Mm-hmm. Lovely for January. Very nice numbers for the last quarter of last year. If you haven't looked at your uh, investments for a period of time, maybe you want to and put a smile on your face. Uh, Eagles 49ers tomorrow afternoon. Uh, I guess the Cincinnati-Kansas uh, uh, City game is going to be an interesting one with Mahomes kind of gimpy. Oh. Uh, he has a high ankle sprain, and yet they said he practiced this week, and he's okay. a tough kid. So we'll see how that goes. Our January newsletter is out. Uh, I will. Uh, uh, I, I think I apologized last week for the delay. It actually was challenging uh, for those of you who are writers. Uh, there are times when it just flows and there are times when you get uh, like a third of the way through something and you go, yeah, all right, that stinks. Mm-hmm. That's not right. That's not what I'm feeling. It's not what I'm called to. So it took me, gosh, an extra 10 days to come up with uh, the the bulk of that newsletter. I hope when you receive it, mm-hmm. many of you already have uh, through email, but I hope when you receive it that you'll You'll read through that, through through that, uh, through that. That's how it's written. Yes, me. yeah. Which is why it's so hard to write. <laughs> it's written in dialect. Uh-huh. Uh, Good luck translating that. Oof. But it's worth it. Just put in the time and effort. You'll be glad you did. <laughs> um, that, as insincere as that was, I'll still take it. No, as a it was. Thank I, you very I, much. The insincerity part was that it's not actually written in dialect. <laughs> but if you haven't read it, you should. Uh, so please do. If, if you don't receive our newsletter yet, all you have to do is ask. I don't think I don't think I told you this. Someone who um, uh, subscribed to my newsletter emailed me this week saying, "I didn't get your December newsletter. Can you resend it? Or no, your January newsletter. Your January newsletter." And I said, "I'm sorry to disappoint you, but mine is quarterly." <laughs> so I said, "The last one I sent was December. There hasn't been another one yet." Um, but yeah, you can subscribe to Jean's newsletter and to mine on our website, or you can email us on the website. There's a subscribe, um, link, or you can send an email to Megan or to either of us, but we'll make sure you get it. But M E G A N at askmtm.com and say, I want Jean's, I want Alyssa's, I want both of them. What else can I get for free? So, um, the one I write is monthly. The one you write is quarterly. Yeah. So you do admit that. Yeah. I okay, it. good. Thank you. Your Honor, uh, the uh, <laughs> prosecution rests. Okay. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at askmtm.com. This one just says Gene. Okay. So Did you want me to clear. read it to you? No, that's all right. <laughs> I enjoy your show. My show. Keep in mind. Mm. 
Uh, can you tell me if this is doable or am I dreaming? Okay, this kind of explains why it was just to me because it's starting off weak. Uh, I became a great uncle this year. Congratulations. Aww. They're very nice. Uh, what I want to do is open a, uh, a minor, uh, spelling not being a strong suit, a brokerage account, put money into her account and make trades. The question I have, will there be tax liability for me or for her parents? If not, will she have to fill out a tax return on the profits, capital gains or dividends? Is there an income threshold before income tax kicks in? And is there something I'm overlooking? I'm looking to deposit about $2,000. Mm. So yeah, a gentleman wishes to start a investment account for a grand niece. Okay. So it's a custodial account. Has to be. Um, a, a minor doesn't have to pay or file a tax return, I should say. Um, unless they have income exceeding a certain amount, and isn't it like fifteen hundred bucks or something like that? And I don't know if it's changed, if it's gone up. It probably has gone up, like everything has changed with time. Um, so I don't think that an account with two thousand dollars will have necessarily have taxable income that is going to exceed the threshold that would require a tax return. But I'm not confident. Um, I'd have to look this up. So Gene's consulting a chart to see yeah, if it, it has that number on it. it. It has a number that gives me some comfort, but there's my gut is not making me comfortable. Okay. Uh, for a single these. individual. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's not. It's not <laughs> I'm, just, a, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's, <laughs> not, it's not diverticulitis, <laughs> for God's sake. It's just, I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm not happy. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm unhappy. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, it's my own fault. I let her on air, and I let the microphone on. It's my own fault. Uh, a single individual in 2023 pays zero income tax up to an income of $11,000. But there's some piece of this that, that's yeah. got me concerned in terms of um, the custodian account. I think there is a kitty tax somewhere. Um now, capital gains and dividends, capital gains get special tax treatment. That's helpful. Dividends get special tax treatment. That will certainly be helpful. Um, I don't think, and especially 2000 bucks. if you kill it, you're going to create a 20% gain this year. You're going to make 400 bucks. Uh, pay the tax. Just suck it up, buttercup. Don't be a weenie about it. Uh, and, and don't let it um, dissuade you from doing this. This is a great idea. It gets this uh, young lady uh, started uh, and, and gives her some exposure, especially as she gets older. You can discuss with her why you're making trades and what kind of company she's invested in, et cetera, et cetera. So for the modest amount that you may put somebody on the hook for, you're going to do it anyway. Guess and what? I was right. You were right? Yeah. This is When shocking. your child's unearned income exceeds the reporting threshold... In 2022, it was $1,150. Ah, kitty tax. So that it, you, you, the child is is technically responsible for the tax, but you're saying take care of it anyway. But you don't need to report it or worry about it unless it exceeds that number. Uh, exceeds 1150 That was in 2022. So I have to see if it went up. It'll be way up for, it'll be 1153 <laughs> for uh, 2023. Yeah. 
So um, in my example, if he kills it and makes a 20% return, nothing. Yep. If next year it kills it again, 20% return, nothing. So you've got five or six years of killing it before you get close to uh, turning a profit that has to be reported. Yeah, this on um, the IRS website actually says, and I don't know if this has been updated updated recently yet or not if your child's interest dividends and other unearned income total more than twenty three hundred dollars it could be subject to a specific tax on the unearned income of certain children so you're saying the magic rectangle has a, a number of different opinions yeah. all of which are still okay for this gentleman. that's correct okay six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred elliot takes your calls A-L-Y-S-S-A at askmtm.com. Alyssa takes your emails. Happy to be with you this morning. Uh, We recently, uh, and and on regular occasion, we get clients who will say to us, well, we we are kind of giving up. Uh, We raised our kids. We put them through school. We spent a lot of money, and we've saved basically nothing. And I guess we're just going to have to work until we're dead. And I say to them something along the lines of what the rude question you asked me earlier. Well, how old are you? Yeah, I'm 50. I'm just, I guess we're screwed. What? You're 50. Yeah. And we've saved nothing. And and we have no hope for our future. (laughs) Boo-hoo. Boo-hoo. That was actually pretty good. This we we have in front of us a chart that mm-hmm. I cannot claim any credit for. It was produced for a journal that I read. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's it's beautifully done, beautifully done, and demonstrates graphically what could happen could happen uh, if you decide at age fifty yep. that you're going to suck it up, Buttercup. Get serious about this and take some action instead of just, I guess I'll just work forever. Maybe, you know, fast food or something. Okay, cut it out. There's still hope. So if we start with a base of you're going to put some some money in an IRA mm-hmm. for the next, you're 50, you're going to do it till you're 70. Yep. How much do they end up with at the end of 6500 a year for 20 years? If you put in 6500 a year for 20 years, starting when you're 50, you end up with a little more than $300,000. <laughs> and can you see the asterisk? I had a little asterisk. This is a... Sweetheart, s- you're, I don't think we should talk about your body parts. Oh, That's sorry. Uh, That's inappropriate. Very inappropriate. Um, yep, uh, 913. Um, the asterisk here is it's your annualized contributions, assuming an 8% annualized ah, rate of good. return. So very your money good. is invested yes. relatively aggressively, not not super conservative, not super conservative. Uh, no. Okay, so that with that caveat, you know that you, you this your money has to be put to work in order for that $6,500 annual contribution to grow. Yeah, you can't put it in the bank. You right. can't go to the bank, go give me a CD for right. 1.3. Yeah, it will go. not grow to 300000 at that rate. All right, so... That's a very important point. It is. Uh, th- this is not without its um, requirements. Risk. It's not without its risk. At age 50, if somebody said to you, you've got, I've got 20 years that I want to invest, mm-hmm. would you invest aggressively for them? Um, moderately so. It's a long-term time horizon. Yeah. If the, you have time, 
it doesn't matter that you're 50. If you if you're looking at a 20 year time horizon, you have time to ride out the volatility in the market and to capture that growth. Yes. Now, the reality is, of course, that if you're 50, 6,500 is not your IRA limit. It is not. What is? 7,500. Actually, 7,500 is correct. Yeah, there's a $1,000 per year catch-up contribution. Uh, I think Alyssa gets the bonus points for that. Oh, ding, ding, ding. And mm. then if you're doing the 7,500 a year in 20 years, you should expect approximately what in the account? Four hundred grand. Wow, an extra twenty thousand is an extra hundred grand. Twelve thousand a year, extra twelve thousand a year. An extra twelve thousand a year, an extra twenty. Over twenty years. No, an extra thousand a year. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I, I, you, All right. Yeah. She, yeah. Uh, so take away my bonus points. Bonus I, points. I. She's in negative territory. Okay. I don't know that she'll make it <laughs> to final Jeopardy. Jeopardy. I don't, th- I don't, I don't think watch Jeopardy. Uh, yeah. I don't think she'll make it. Yes, I'm sorry. You're right. So, so that extra 20000 over the 20 years ends up, because of the growth, amounting to almost $100,000 more. And, so, and this graph, it doesn't go real granular. It might be like it might be like 80,000. No, we're we're giving it we're we're this is a demo. This isn't this is not intended to be dollars and cents. It's right. intended to give you some sense of what's possible. Uh, yeah, and it's a lot as a possible. Lot. So, <laughs> I mean, 400 grand um, if you got social security at age 70, pick a number you're getting 3500 a month. If you've got four hundred grand, you're going to get another twelve or fourteen hundred dollars a month. You're going to push five thousand bucks a year, a month, of retirement income. And I think I know a lot of people. Most people can live on that comfortably. Well, but sadly, that's the limit. That's all that you're uh, eligible and are able to do. And no, there are rules not. against saving more money. No, you're... actually. So actually, if we go to the top of the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a 401k for somebody who's 50 and over, mm-hmm. and, and the maximum that you're allowed to put away per year is thirty thousand dollars. Thirty grand a year times 20 years—that's a lot of money. That's six hundred thousand bucks. What would the account value be approximately? Are you ready? Are you sitting down? <laughs> Technically, no. Nope. 1.5 million bucks. And if you want to just have a little bit of fun with that, you assume for a moment that you're married <laughs> and that your spouse has a similar 401k uh-huh. and at age 50, neither of you have saved a penny and you decide to dig in, get serious and put 60 grand a year away, $3.2 million. <laughs> You're going to have ten grand a month coming through the door just from your investments. Forget Social Security. Right. Right. Holy cow. The, the moral of the story is if you're 50 and you haven't started saving for your retirement, it's not too late. That is, that, <laughs> wow, look at us. A moral of a story. Or an immoral story. No, it's a moral. No. Um, amoral. It's not amoral. It's no. the moral. Uh Moral. Nice. Um, Indeed. We have so many folks who have done, they have made choices in their lives. Mm -hmm. In some cases, they've made some really poor choices. They've gotten themselves in deep trouble Uh, financially. They've uh, uh, overborrowed. They they borrowed too much student debt to get a job that didn't require it, et cetera, et cetera. In some cases, they made really wonderful choices. 
we chose to pay off our home early. We chose to educate our kids. We chose to invest. We chose to support our church. We chose to support whatever, fill in the blanks. Good choices. Is it too late at 50? No. Um, I think that the technical term is hell no. I even like uh, this example here. We talked about maximizing IRA contributions. We talked about maximizing 401k contributions. Just to make it even simpler and give you kind of a maybe a more um, tangible example that you could think about in your own uh, cash flow right now. If you saved, if you invested $1,000 per month every month from when you're 50 to when you're 70, it could turn into 600 grand. So do you have an extra $1,000 in cash flow? You could pull together, like maybe if you, you know, cut out a few dinners out and, you know, kind of look at where you're spending your money. Can you scrape together a thousand dollars that doesn't just go in the bank, but gets invested? Look at the impact that can have. And if you don't have a thousand dollars a month, do you have $500 a month? Would you like to have $300,000 to live on when you're 70? So you don't have to go to work with your walker, right? Well, I'm just saying, like, think about how you would feel if you have to go to work throughout your, you know, golden years. And would you rather have that money there for you to access and be able to be comfortable? Yeah. So well said, well said, uh, except for the negative thing about the walker. I I've, was... been, I've been uh, practicing uh, with the cane. We with... have a cane in the office now, yeah. Yeah. just uh, in case any of us, you know, tumbles, tumbles. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, uh, I think it's reasonable. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. That's the uh, number that you call to reach us. Uh, Elliot, uh, wondering if the phones are working. He'll, <laughs> he'll double check those. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Alyssa at askmtm.com. Uh, recently met with uh, clients, husband and wife. Uh, wonderful people. Known them a long time. Um, just really cream of the crop. Um, he is analytical. Uh, you can't tell because it's radio, but Alyssa just rolled her eyes. Cause, no, I didn't. Because when, when, when you say analytical, that could be an engineer of almost any kind. Mm. And uh, engineers are analytical. Um, some would say on occasion, just occasionally, overly analytical. Mm. <laughs> uh, when you get to the seventh or eighth spreadsheet that you're working on, you might be tiptoeing into the overly analytical area. Um, but one of the questions that they had was uh, the opportunity to retire relatively early, late 50s, early 60s, with the idea of allowing Social Security to continue to cook until 70 mm-hmm. in order to maximize income, maximize income, maximize guaranteed lifetime, guaranteed inflation adjusted. How about that? They got an 8% bump this year. Fantastic. So um, the goal to maximize Social Security, pretty worthy one. Oh, yeah. You want it if possible. Mm -hmm. But if you're a slightly analytical person and you've run your seventh or eighth spreadsheet and you're (laughs) worried that your life savings, substantial life life savings, may or may not allow you to bridge from point A to point B, Mm. 
Um, that became the question. And my simplistic answer, because I start always with simple answers, mm-hmm. uh, is if your investments earned zero between now and age 70, mm-hmm. you will still have 800000 bucks left. Pretty good stuff. The reality was, after we met, I thought, there's a way to guarantee more than zero, of course. Right now, FDIC-insured CDs, short-term CDs are four and a half. Yep. Uh, Three-year annuities are five. Yep. So I went to our partner, Ash Brokerage, mm-hmm. asked uh, Bobby if he would run a single premium immediate annuity. Mm-hmm. How much money would this gentleman have to write as a check? Here's my money. In order to have them send him 60000 bucks a year come hell or high water for 10 years. Okay. So that bridges from point A to point B, guaranteed mm-hmm. five hundred grand. So it wouldn't cost 600000 It wouldn't co- At zero, it cost 600000 bucks. We just saved $100,000. And, and, did I say and yet? Mm-hmm. And... The money that's left over, we can now aggress, uh, not aggressively, moderately aggressively. We can invest assertively. Yeah. Is that a real word? Sure. Yeah. Um, because we're totally confident we're going to make it all the way to 70. And by the way, at 70, between his Social Security and hers, it covers all their expenses. Wow. So pretty cool use of a guaranteed, to be blunt, in the world of financial advisory um, <laughs> Uh, professionals, single premium and immediate annuities. Boring. <laughs> yes. They do have the highest payout ratio. <laughs> they, have, they have a tremendous payout ratio. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're incredibly protective and they provide immense peace of mind and confidence. They do tremendous things. They do. And, and from a sophisticated financial standpoint. No. Boring. Snooze yeah, it really is. And yet, that works. Oh uh, yeah, for a lot of people, it's that that promise that money's coming no matter what. Uh, and then for a lot of people, it is avoid it like the plague. Mm-hmm. But it's like any other tool. These are financial tools. Hammers are wonderful for driving nails. Not so much for installing glass in your window. <laughs> Not so much. No. Glass cutters, amazingly useful for installing window glass. Not very useful for cutting that tree down in the front yard. It's all about picking the right tool for the right project. You are uh, consulting um, and, yeah. and insulting on occasion, but consulting. Aww, that's not right now. Yeah. Okay. No, there was, when we were talking about delaying Social Security, uh, I remembered an article I just read in this publication that talks about um, pay it, how it pays off to wait to 70 and how if you're comparing your monthly benefits from age 62 to age 70, um, there's a 77% increase in that monthly benefit. 70? It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Wade Fowl, a um, friend of yours. Yeah? Oh, good man. He, um, he is co-director of the Center for Retirement Income at the American College of Financial Services Actually, I think he actually just re- recently moved on from that job, but he was for a long time. And that's the program I used to get my retirement income certified professional designation. Um, anyway, he's quoted in here as saying that 
Delaying Social Security and meanwhile spending down other fixed income assets has a better than even chance of improving your retirement outcome. So using your retirement assets as a bridge to um, delay Social Security has been proven lots of different ways to have um, to provide the best result over your t- full time horizon. So um, this was just another you know, reminder of that, I guess. And they, they did another study in a different way that proved it again. Yeah, a good a result, a good outcome. These are pretty general terms for the vast majority of the folks that we counsel, certainly the ones that I counsel. When you talk about retirement and the, the term good outcome, um, uh, acceptable outcome, pleasurable outcome, it's really one thing. They want their money to last longer than they do. 98% chance. Yes. Remember, oh, yeah. That's your that, number that, that, last week, 98%. And if you, if you bridge to the maximum Social Security, your odds of outliving your money are 98%. Yeah. Because you're always going to have that Social Security check unless the idiots in Washington. Idiots in Washington? No. My apologies. That's redundant. Oh, and it says the same thing. And it's repetitious <sighs> over and over again. Uh, all of them, R's and D's, idiots in Washington, unless they screw up Social Security. It is a tremendous confidence builder. Absolutely. I'm looking at a minute or so, sir. Yeah, very good. Um, so as we approach our last break of the show, this is your opportunity with uh, 24 minutes left on airtime for you to send your emails to Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com for you to get on hold with Elliot, 610-720-7900, for you to pass along your emails to me supporting the Eagles. If I get even a single email from anybody out there supporting the 49ers, you're out. You're done. We're, we're deleting you yep. from Advise On. We'll block from, your call. We'll block your calls. We'll absolutely do that. That's the kind of people we are. We are fans. It's the kind of people. It's the kind of people we are. We're the we're the we're the call blocker kind of people. <laughs> Just saying. So happy to do all of that for you. We've got a couple of retirement questions, as you might expect, since that's kind of been our theme here for the last twenty minutes or so. Uh, we'll answer those. Your call six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. All that back after this. is so amazing I had to leave one. Nothing's ever cleared out my sinuses as well. I'm blown away by how Navage works. That's a review from Carrie and it's one of over a hundred thousand online testimonials praising Navage. I'm Martin Hoke, the inventor of Navage Nasal Care, and I've talked about flushing out allergens, viruses, mucus, and germs. How Navage's powered suction can help you breathe better. And how your nose is the body's air filter and Navage will clean it out. But don't take my word for it. What do people like Chad say, who wrote, Navage has helped clear out my nasal passages every single night. My wife says my snoring has gone way down. Snorefest be gone, unquote. Navage is the all-natural solution trusted by over 3 million customers to help you breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and stay healthier without drugs. Navage is available at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, and online. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. 
Of course, your favorite station is on the free iHeartRadio app. Take us with you anywhere and listen anytime. Plus, get thousands of other stations and playlists all free. Download our free iHeartRadio app for all your music, radio, and podcasts. iHeartRadio. I'll second guest dinners with friends because they can be interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall, if you're allergic to pork, or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit creoninfo.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N info.com. Fox News, I'm Karen McHugh. Justice for- Protests like this one in several cities across the country Friday night following Memphis police releasing the body cam video of the fatal beating by cops in the death of motorist Tyree Nichols. The five officers involved have been fired and charged with murder. Meanwhile, more body cam footage of last year's home invasion attack on Paul Pelosi, husband of Nancy, is released. Police body camera footage shows the officers approach the Pelosi San Francisco home on October 28th. Now, once the front door opens up, 82-year-old Paul Pelosi and suspect David DePap are both seen holding on to a hammer. It got violent once police told DePap to let it go. Well, Paul Pelosi suffered a fractured skull and injuries to his arms and hands in that incident. Fox's Alexandria Hoff, DePap is facing attempted murder charges. America is listening to Fox News. Paid-for advertisement. Your eye on breaking news. News Radio 790 WAEB. Welcome back. You've got more than money. You've got Gene Dickinson, your host, your personal financial advisor. You've got Alyssa Young, your host, your personal financial advisor. That seems redundant and Two repetitive. for the price of one. Nice. I like how you did that. Mm. Well, but wait, there's more. <laughs> Order by midnight tonight. Is that how you get? Oh, okay. 610-720-7900. We go back to the phones. We talk to Mirabelle. Mirabelle, good morning. Good morning. How are you? We're doing very well. How may we serve you? Um, I would like to know how or where to go to invest $10,000. Uh, what would you like this money to do for you? Um, hopefully towards retirement or, or to grow. Are you currently uh, employed and have a for- access to a 401k? Uh, no, I have a retirement that I'm using as at the moment uh, for disability. Ah, okay. Uh, and are you and comfortable doing your own investments, or would you be looking for somebody to give you guidance? Yeah, somebody to hopefully give me guidance. 
Okay. Yeah, there's a couple ways that you can approach that. There are, of course, financial advisors uh, throughout the Lehigh Valley. Are you are you based? Do you live in the Lehigh Valley? Yes. Oh, yeah. There are lots, dozens of really nice, really good financial advisors throughout the Lehigh Valley, any one of which mm-hmm. could be able to help you discuss your options and do that for yourself. There are a number of online programs that also give you a lot of guidance. I'll use Vanguard as a simple example. If you decided to invest uh, your funds with Vanguard, uh, they would give you a financial advisor that you could talk to online and discuss what uh, investments might work out best for you. Mm Yeah. I would like person to person. I'm not a savvy computer person. so. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, I just like personal contact, if possible. Yeah, I, I think if you're not a savvy computer person, then uh, maybe having somebody in your family assist you in doing a little bit of a search, you'd like to probably in, in, in interview two or three different advisors to see which one you're most comfortable with, uh, and then pick the one that, that, that does give you that comfort and gives you that guidance. You should be in good shape. You might cons- Now, you're on disability currently? Yes. Okay, so you're not currently eligible to put it into an IRA, but you can certainly still invest this money and uh, longer term with a little bit of guidance. You'll do fine. Okay, okay. Well, I appreciate it. And what's your office number? So in case yeah, we give that at the end of the show. So just stick on oh, with okay. us for the end of the show. We'll send that to you. All right. Thank you so much. Thank go, you. Eagles, go. All right. Yeah, you're with us. 610-720-7900. You take this one. Okay, so we're going to speak to Dale. Good morning, Dale. Hello, Hello there. How are you today? Oh, we're doing great. How can we serve you this morning? I got a, just a quick question. Okay, I got a gas stove. It's not a cook stove. It's a gas stove. It's like a freestanding fireplace or gas stove, if you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Mm-hmm. And it's in my basement because yeah, I only need heat down there. I don't have any heat down there. Okay. Uh, but I was driving past the wood heat place, and I seen they had a, on their windows, they had a tax, they said there's a tax credit. For using a gas stove? For if you install a gas stove. Oh. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that at all. Uh, we'll have to check with our tax department, uh, headed up by uh, by Diane, if that is her real name, <laughs> and find out if there is a tax credit for a gas stove. How long have you had the gas heat downstairs? Um, well, I replaced an oil stove with the gas stove. How long ago? And, it, and that was in November the 19th, as a matter of fact. Oh, of last year. 2022. Yeah, yeah okay. very good. Right. So uh, there may very well be one available. We'll do some re- research for you, and uh, we'll bring that answer back to you uh, next week on the show. Okay. Thank you so much, Thank sir. You. you take care. Okay. Have a good day. You, you too. too. Go Eagles. Yes. <laughs> E-A-G. Oh, sorry. 610-720-7900. We go back to the phones. We talk to Rick. Rick, good morning. Uh, good morning. Uh, go Eagles, too. Yes. Um, unfortunately, um, I'm financially ignorant, and uh, I listen to your your program uh, each Saturday to try and become educated um, however, I'm not as sharp as I used to be, so it's an uphill battle. Um, I hear some of your educated listeners calling in 
and using acronyms that you and Alyssa fully understand, but uh, leaves me with a kind of a, only a vague idea of the, the gist of the conversation. Uh, here's the purpose of my call. I'm seriously contemplating changing my bank because of something that happened very recently. And um, the few smaller banks that I've personally visited uh, are beautiful, but um, I was the only customer that was in the bank. And um, unlike the big bank that I'm thinking of leaving. And um, so I'm concerned about moving my very limited assets to banks that might not be in business a year from now, and what should I be mindful of in selecting another bank or credit union? Uh, it's a very good question. There are a lot of folks out there that are not happy with major banks, national banks, uh, service levels dropping off, lots of things going on behind the scenes, major banks being fined by regulators, hundreds of millions of dollars. So if you're looking at um, any of the local banks in the Lehigh Valley, I'm assuming you live in the Lehigh Valley. Yes, sir. Yeah, the local banks in the Lehigh Valley are all uniformly very strong financially. So if your concern was that a bank would go under, it happens almost never because banks are very valuable institutions, generally run and highly regulated. So the opportunity for banks to get into trouble, so to speak, very, very limited. Uh, bottom line is you could pick any of the local independent banks and do very well. I, in, in the interest of full disclosure, my wife and I use a local independent bank and have for years. We get great service. We know the folks. They treat us beautifully. I know Bobby Gunter Walsh has a number of sponsors, uh, banks that are local, independent. Uh, you could pick any one of them and I think have real confidence that not only will they be there next year, but they'll be there long after you and I are gone. Yeah, he, he talks about Embassy Bank, and, and I like Embassy. I've checked them out. But I'm lazy, and uh, I want a bank that is close to me. And the Embassy Banks are just a little bit too far. I don't, I don't think that's lazy. I think convenience is really important. Yeah. Uh, I Thank you, Alyssa. Yeah, but I, I disagree with her completely. I think you're lazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just wrong. Uh, there are lots of uh, local banks. The one that we use, again, is probably one of the smallest in the area. And I'm always surprised when I turn the corner. Wow, they've got another uh, branch right there. So even though I do 99% of my, quote-unquote, banking through the ATM about three minutes from my house, my wife, of course, handles as a tax account handles our finances and uh, mm. our banking. So she does it wherever she needs to because there's lots of of, uh, of convenience. But, yeah, pick one of the local banks that's uh, close to you so you can remain um, uh, comfortable and, and have that convenience. But, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't have any. There's nothing on my radar screen about any of the local banks that would cause me any concern whatsoever. I think you'll be very happy. Okay. Well, I one of the banks that I checked out uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, uh, I've never heard of before. Beautiful bank, a beautiful new building. There were more employees there than customer. Mm. I was the only customer there. Hmm. And that actually might be a good thing. I've been using the same bank for 
uh, I don't know, 20 years. They've changed. It's changed hands many times. Um, but uh, the, the last situation I'm in. Yes. And the, but the last couple of times I've gone into a branch, which doesn't thankfully doesn't have to happen very often. But I had a specific need and I had to go there in person. Oh, the line <laughs> 10 yes. people long. And the, then there were, you know, six cars in the drive through line and. Everyone was doing three transactions. Yes. And everyone was mumbling yes. and complaining. Everyone was unhappy about the wait. And um, I wasn't very pleased about it either. I was hoping to make a quick stop at the bank and it was not a quick stop at the bank. So um, maybe finding a place that has a little bit lighter foot traffic might be a good thing for you if you plan on visiting in person. And it might be because most people are using online services and they have a good website or app. And I just think both of you are lazy. Oh, geez. <laughs> but also compare the fees and stuff, too. I'm sure you're thinking about that. But some banks have a fee on a, uh, your checking and savings if you don't have a minimum balance. And, you know, that might be something else to look at as well. Um, oh, I do. Yeah. Absolutely. Fees are a gigantic uh, something for me to be mindful of. I will say I, I was happy when my bank had ATMs in the grocery stores I frequent. Oh. Uh, because that made it really easy. If I needed cash while I was going to the store, I could go to the ATM. And they had local like branches within the grocery store, and they don't anymore. And so you frequent grocery stores? Every week, so once a week. That. You do it. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I do every week. Rick, thank you so much for the call. Good luck with your search. Let us know which one you pick and how that all turns out. Thank you so much, and God bless oh, you, sir. Yeah, thank you. So um, apparently I need to apologize because I've been uh, inappropriate this this day. Have, have you found yourself feeling abused? Um, no. No more than usual? <laughs> no, no. We're, you know, no. Um, nothing nothing pe- unusual. People making references to creepy. Oh, Gene's creepy. Suck it up. <laughs> up. 610-720. Oh, Okay, so speaking of blocking calls, uh, let's calm down on the Go Eagle stuff. We hope they lose. Okay, yeah. Who uh, said that? Uh, well, no, he doesn't get his name announced on air. He doesn't get credit for Only that. for blocking purposes. Uh, blocking purposes. You're done, buddy. Oh. You are done. Um, gosh, they have so many uh, wonderful young people. Miles Sanders, who played at Penn State. And I don't think at Penn State really got the recognition that apparently uh, he was due. Uh, he has uh, really shown himself to be a tremendous running back, and, and Gainwell did very, very well against the Giants. Hmm. So uh, 610-720-7900. We go back to the phones. We talk to Joe. Joe, good morning. Joe. Hello, Gene. Yeah, good morning. Hi, this is Stephen. <laughs> oh, my apologies. No, no, that's okay. Um, I just, I've been listening to the show, as I usually do, and uh, I always enjoy it. Um, I just had something that your previous caller was talking about, having to, you know, change banks. Mm-hmm. I was wondering what your opinion is. I've had really good luck ever since I left the bank that I used to, you know, a, a major chain, and I went to a credit union. And... I've gotten really good service, and they have, quite frankly, lower fees, actually no fees, and uh, great service, and 
because it's not too far from my house, it helps a lot. But mm. I just wondered what your opinion was on, you know, going for a credit union as no, opposed no, to just a bank. lazy person. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> well, appreciate, it, it, I appreciate the call very much. Uh, my opinion of credit unions is I have rarely, I can't remember the last time I had somebody come in and go, I'm at a credit union and they really pissed me off. I haven't, I, no. I don't remember that maybe ever happening. Mm-mm. Credit unions tend to be, and their membership, they, you, you are in essence an owner, part owner when you're, when you're a client there. But yeah, they tend to have really good service, yeah. really appropriate fees, good interest rates on, on the upside, modest interest rates when you're borrowing money. I, I have nothing negative to say about a credit union. I've never heard anything negative either. Now, can you just walk in the door and join one? Or it is used it to be no. Like and you have to be an employee it, no, of a now certain. Now, basically, yeah. you can you can join almost any credit okay. union. Okay. And and again, you're absolutely right. It used to be Mac had their own credit union. You had to work there. Yeah. Uh, Beth Steele, they had their own. You had to work. No. Now yeah. most of the credit unions, as long as you're, um, do you live in the area? Huh? Do you know somebody that lives in the area? Yeah. I'm from <laughs> yeah, you're still in. My father-in-law had um, was part of a credit union through his employer, and so my son, my my son, my husband, because he was his son, was able to have an account there too. So when we were first married, I think we used the credit union for a loan uh, that we needed, like for a car loan or something. Um, and we've kept an account open there with like five dollars in it, just in case. In the future, we would need it. And, I mean, I don't ex- anticipate needing it anymore, but it was one of those things we didn't want to lose our access to it because, you're right, it seems like there are some advantages sometimes. And, and everyone's I've always spoken to about it has always been pleased with having a credit union account. So thank you for that suggestion. That's also something that um, uh, Rick, Rich could look at uh, as an option. That yeah. is a very good option. Yeah. Uh, 610-720-7900. It's all yours, young lady. Um, I think this is Frank online, too. Good morning, Frank. Good morning, team. I understand you have a question for us about Social Security. I do. It's, I'm hoping it's a simple question that gets a simple answer. But let's okay. assume my wife and I are the same age. Mm-hmm. And I believe that her life expectancy will be longer than mine. Okay. So I want to choose to take Social Security earlier uh, than she would. So in other words, let's say that we're going to say we'll be seven years apart before we apply for Social Security. Mm -hmm. Can can you do that? Absolutely. Um, So you do not need to take your Social Security at the same time. Um, I'm going to give you a piece of advice that we give to people um, when they're thinking about their claiming strategies. Um, it would be best for the two of you to compare how much your benefits will be. So you should have a, a chart from the Social Security website or a statement that shows you what your own um, benefits would be at, say, ages 62, full retirement age, and age 70, and then what your wife's would be. And if you want to start one of them earlier, start the smaller benefit and let the larger benefit grow as long as you can, possibly to the maximum, because when one of you dies, the other, so the surviving spouse gets to continue the larger benefit, whether it's their own or the, or the spouse's, it doesn't matter. So if you can make one of them grow as, to be as large as possible, that will be helpful to the surviving spouse. If your life, wife outlives you, she'll be able to collect a much larger Social Security benefit every month for the rest of her life. Whether it was originally yours or hers doesn't matter. Does that make sense? 
That makes perfect sense. I wasn't aware of that. That is great advice. Yeah, that, uh, we, we have a social security that. specialist who gives that kind of great advice to people in our office for free. So um, you're welcome to schedule an appointment with him and talk about it in more depth um, about your options. And, you know, he'll answer any more questions you have at the end of the show when Gene gives the, the phone number for the office. You're welcome to call and say, I want to have a meeting with Mark to talk more about Social Security. But that um, strategy is a smart one to do if you can if you can defer one of those benefits do it and and just make sure you're deferring the larger one okay great yeah i I anticipate that her life expectancy will be longer than mine and largely because i treated her like a queen (laughs) (laughs) oh wow um let's get her in the office too for that appointment so i I just want to verify a few things (laughs) confirmation (laughs) that's great good for you sir remember Trust but verify. Ah, very nice. God bless you, sir. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Have a great day, team. You too. too. Oh, my goodness. Uh, That's very good. That's very good. Uh, I'll tell you, I when you say that you hear a lot of laughter in my meetings, I really enjoy some of the banter between couples during some of our meetings. It, it, it can be such a hoot sometimes hearing them talk about, like when we're in a meeting with our state planning attorney partner and they joke about, you know, like offing each other and like just funny comments that they're meant to be in jest. And we have a good laugh. It, it's it's uh, very entertaining to hear it, see the dynamic between some um, husbands and wives and how they tease each other. I love it. Uh, good for you. And, <laughs> and good for them. Good for them. There are too many people that I think are concerned. You can read into that afraid, anxious about consulting with a financial advisor. Um, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll pick on one of our earlier callers who says, um, I listen because I'm trying to learn. And some of the stuff that you guys talk about, I, I don't really know what it is. I'm a little uncomfortable because I, I don't really know. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of um, uh, intimidation factor because there's a tremendous amount in the financial world that is, gosh, RMDs, QCDs, STDs, words and stuff that you just <laughs> don't even know how all those things fit together. Right. And, and, and you feel very self-conscious. Yeah. If you knew you were going into a financial advisor office where there would be laughter, <laughs> where you can have a joke, where you can say to your advisor, you know what? I appreciate what you just said. I don't understand a word of it. Could you go over that again? And gosh, how often? Um, well, I, I don't need to take a survey of our financial advisors. If I asked every one of our advisors, how often are you um, disappointed mm. when a client asks you to re uh, explain something? <laughs> Never. Never. That's the whole purpose of being together in a room is so that they can understand and ask their questions. It's that I, I want them to ask questions. And be relaxed. Yeah. And enjoy the experience. And if you've got something silly to say, be silly. Mm-hmm. And if you've <laughs> got something that you think might be inappropriate, we'll just put it on an HR complaint. We'll That's just, right. We'll, we'll take They're available in every conference room. They are. <laughs> so we have <clears throat> time stamps. Anyway, uh, bottom line is for so many people that are asking um, important questions, uh, key questions for their financial life, whether it's something as basic as what bank do I use? Yeah. And um, I'll circle back to that in a second because we got a recommendation from a loyal listener. 
uh, to uh, something very, very sophisticated, very complicated, estate planning, life insurance, living trust, those kinds of things where your head can hurt a little bit as you're going through the pieces. Um, There's no need ever uh, to feel intimidated. There's no need ever to feel, um, uh, gosh, lost. Uh, If you're working with an advisor that makes you feel like you can't answer questions or they talk down to you or they're talking in a language you don't understand, you're with the wrong advisor. Mm -hmm. And as I mentioned to the young lady earlier, and and I get a number Mm -hmm. of folks who are surprised when I reference that there are so many good financial advisors in the Lehigh Valley. They go, "Uh, you do. Do you know people are listening, right? <laughs> well, yeah, why? What's the problem? Well, you're kind of promoting your competitors. Uh, I'm only promoting the good ones. Mm. And there are a lot of good ones. Sure. I've been around a long time. I've met a lot of financial advisors in my profession, in my career, in the Valley. And there are a lot of really good ones. Are there some stinky ones? Yeah. yeah. Wake up. That's the world. There are, there are stinky everybody's. Uh, But there are some very good people out there. If you're not enjoying, if you're not being communicated with in a way that you feel comfortable, that you're getting all the information you need to make the best decisions for you, time to make a move. Mm -hmm. By the way, circling back, our good friend Dennis sent us an email that says from a banking standpoint, if you are a veteran or the child of a veteran, USAA, he says, is the best. Okay. Sounds like he's speaking from experience. He is indeed. He is indeed. Thank you for that tip. And that one we can pass on. Oh, my stomach's growling. It must mean it's time for for you like, to frequent a grocery to store. Eat the banana that's waiting for me. Oh, it's just something to look forward <laughs> to. Ten o'clock is banana time. Two minutes or so, sir. Ah, ooh, excellent. Oh. So there are a lot of folks this morning that have questions that need amplification. They need more information. They need more perhaps guidance before they can come to the conclusions that are best for them. It could have been the question about social security meeting with Mark Mm -hmm. and uh, saying, Hey, I get it. I understand what you're trying to do. Here's the best strategy. Uh, could be investments. The young Mm -hmm. lady was just getting started and trying to figure out how to put money to good use. Mm -hmm. could be a retirement plan. The, the, The list goes on and on. And fortunately in the more than money world, that list uh, can be attended to. That's right. Uh, we we have few things uh, that that uh, we don't do, few topics that we can't explore, few ways that we're not able to help. And the way we start, it's it's right out of the gate. We start with a free, no charge, second opinion meeting. That's where you meet with an advisor, Alyssa, Mark, Greg, etc., John, our newest, and uh, explore. Have a discussion with no pressure whatsoever, no cost whatsoever, uh, the the concerns that you have, the challenges that you're facing, the goals that you want to make sure that you accomplish, and explore how that might unfold. If it works, that we end up being the advisor for you, and that's, what, about half of the folks that we talk to, um, that works. Fantastic. And if it's not, you've spent an hour, gotten a lot of information, it's cost you nothing. So requesting that, it's very, very easy. Uh, you can certainly send an email to Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com. You can send an email to Gene, uh, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. You can benefit from going to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com. If you are uh, 
interested in getting more educated, you can listen to our podcast radio shows, watch our videos from our TV shows, and then contact us. And of course, at any point, you want to go old school, 610-746-7007. Call anytime. Happy to serve you in any way that we can. Alyssa will not be with us next week, so the team will be Gene. I'll be, uh, we'll be all right. All right. Okay. I hope so. I I know you're a little worried. I think I can handle it. (laughs) Make sure you're back with us next week when we're back here on More Than Money. Don Wenner, DLP Realty, the number one real estate agent in all of Pennsylvania and all of New Jersey nine years in a row. And I say that to illustrate, not to brag, but to illustrate when Don Wenner says he'll get your house sold, the results speak for themselves. And he does it because of his highly trained elite selling team, people with life experience with maturity and people that can help you every step of the way, not only get your house sold, but reduce your stress in doing that and finding the right way to sell your house for you. For some folks, that's the guaranteed sales solution. For others, it's the immediate buyout offer. 